Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Welcome to this special episode of that Disney Parks podcast. I had to really stop there and think, what's the title of this show? Because it's changed so <laughs> many times. But the guest that I, I've got on, or one of the guests that I've got on, um, has actually been on pretty much every version of the podcast we've ever done. Um, but I am joined by uh, Billy Kirk- Kirkwood. But not only uh, the voice of ICW Wrestling, Billy Kirkwood. Um, among other things that he does, of course, as well. Uh, but also, for the first time, uh, by his wife, Heather. Yes. Oh. A woman. A no woman. Doubt. A woman. A lady. A lady. Now, I, I asked uh, the Kirkwoods to, to come on because they've just come back from a trip to Walt Disney World. But before we get into Ooh. the trip itself, there was one question I wanted to ask, and this is the f- because I, I've never met Heather before. Um, so this is directed Ooh. at you, Heather. Um, okay. How do you how do you cope living with Billy? I um every day. Every read day. the read what I fucking wrote down. Every day is a ray <laughs> of sunshine. I, I, I Every conversation is like a drop of love wine on my brain. Yes, yes, yes. Um, since the very day I met him, I, I have been a walking ray of absolute joy. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Just tell the truth and that's what the people want to hear. High tolerance for bullshit. That's right. <laughs> for bullshit. <laughs> You're the fucking queen of bullshit. What we <laughs> I just get distracted easy. But actually, yeah, we've both got, I've got suspected ADD and he has ADHD. So we just sort of put shiny things in the corner to distract the other. Um, and that's how we, uh, that's how we get through life. On sure. The day-to-day basis. Sure. Why not? Why not? Like, uh, you didn't do that thing. Oh, look at the shiny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was it? What are we? What sure. are we talking about? Yeah, cool. That's, cool. that's it. There's your, there's your answer. Yeah. yeah no, and we'll I, be on Jeremy Kyle next season. We're very excited. <laughs> They're just bringing the show back just for you guys. The, the reason I had to ask that is because I know um, I know about yourself, Billy, uh, and and your condition. And um, I live in a house with um, two now confirmed two autistic children and um, suspected autism in myself. Um, not self-diagnosed, mm-hmm. diagnosed by other people. I'm not, I'm not like that. Um, so, you know, I think that question is often asked of my wife, how does she cope? Um, <laughs> and I think it's just because she has to more than anything else. It's more of a survival instinct at this yes. point, you know. It's like when you can smell smoke, you know you have to do something. <laughs> I think, yeah. 
<laughs> is this a bit where you say you think I'm autistic? Is that... No, I don't. Yeah. I don't think you're autistic, but I do think um, we kind of all five of us, because like you said, we've got two boys with confirmed autism, the third one suspected autism, and we've got. We're what a fun bunch, aren't yes, we? We're, we're a fun a, bunch. That's why it know works. What to do with the <laughs> no one's ever going to leave us alone in a caravan. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, mean I think. Them. I think the only positive thing about this conversation is at least fire isn't really shiny. Like it's no, bright and glowing, but it's not shiny. You're not, you know, <laughs> I get I get distracted by shiny things. Thank God I don't have to walk towards it. I can walk away from it. I know it's bad. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's a fun more, thing. I, I'm more a case of if I've got a bit too much thought into something, I go, ah, fuck this. I'll go now, but it's my corporate mechanism. But uh, yeah, so we we are just back uh, by what ten days or something. It's yes, it's, no. it's flown in and we're ready to go back already. It's uh, oh wow, it's mental. It's mental. Yeah, you won't let me. <laughs> well, this is because this is the this is the thing. I mean, we've had um, a fair few people um, over the yeah. last year um, that have gone to either Disney World or Disneyland Paris um, and talking about the experience. And the, and the thing is. I know you. This is the first time you've been back for quite a while, but yeah. people that were there just before the pandemic and have then kind of since returned post-pandemic, right. um, mm. they, they've had very different experiences of of that time. Now, obviously, there's the obvious ones like you know, not everything being back to normal in terms of um, you know character meets and greets and parades. You know, a lot of that stuff wasn't there at the beginning, but of course, as well, there's been massive changes like. You know, um, Fast Pass Plus becoming uh, Genie, uh, and then Genie yeah. Plus, and 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 stuff like that. So, it's not just the experience of what you expect to see in the parks has changed. It's also um, the experience of actually being in the parks and how you plan your day and how you do everything. So, you know, we've had very interesting conversations. Uh, we've had very angry people. Uh, we've had very happy people. Uh, that have had trips to to Disney, and that's why every time that I know someone that's been, and the caveat being as well that I'm also going to be able to talk on a podcast because not everyone can do yeah. that. Um, I try and get on because I, I want to kind of get this this rounded view of what people think. But the the fact that you've kind of gone in straight away and said, um, you know, we're already you know planning about going back, suggests yeah. you've had a, a really positive experience. Well, well, I, I would certainly say this. We knew it wasn't going to be. I mean, obviously, there's the, you know there's plenty of bloggers and stuff online. Uh, we knew it wasn't going to be what it had been. Right? Yeah. We we knew that going in. Uh, we knew that's probably going to be a couple of years before that. You know, I would think sorts of stuff out. We had a great time. I mean, it was the first time going with three kids. Two kids. It was the last time we had like one kind of baby. And this time it was like two little boys and a ba- and a toddler, so that was a little bit of a game changer, to yeah. be honest. But in terms of the park, like I think one of the reasons that we're keen to go back is first of all we love it, we we yeah. uh, we absolutely love there. It's our happy place. Um, um, but we also I think like we kind of knew like this was like the in between trip, if that makes any sense. You know, like we we kind of yeah. went, we knew it was everything was kind of ramping up. And we did, we did have a positive experience. I mean, I, I've got to say, um, I know there's been a lot of stuff about uh, uh, lightning lanes and I know them saying that it's not really working and they think it's causing a bit of congestion in the park. And 
having been there, like I hadn't been there, Nick, in a like in a July period, and mm. like I don't know, man, like twelve years or something. I hadn't been there a long time in the summer, just for the main reasons is I'm Scottish and I really don't like the heat. Like if it's re- and I mean like fucking hot. Like there was a couple of times. And maybe we were taking a break from the park or maybe we were heading back to the car and you would feel the heat coming from below you and above you and it actually made me go I brought my kids out in this yeah. I brought my kids I'm a terrible father I'm a terrible father <laughs> and, and the baby had an awful time oh the baby fucking he hated, hated it, it. Like, <laughs> he, was, um, he was only happy like he was either asleep like all the photographs we have of him he's either asleep or he's got we feet up in these car seat, unable to actually dangle them over the yeah. hedge. Yeah. With a big gulp between like a big, his knees. Uh, like we don't we don't let our and kids drink Coca Cola or anything. Like our, our two kids don't. But the 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 baby was given Coke Zero with ice in it because <laughs> you could just get the pop up mug so bloody easy. But he's yeah. not touched it since he came. Back. But no, we we did have a positive experience. We knew it was not going to be exactly as it was and we kind of went into it with that i'm not saying it makes it sound like it's a slog but it's not like you know going to disney you're gonna have a busy day like yeah. you're not gonna like I, I, I wish there was somewhere in the park you could just go and chill out but you know you're gonna have to you know be in the move and managing three kids well, different when you're just a couple and like you I just go whatever one takes you yeah i mean we were we were there in a big group there were 10 of us yeah. And like we've said, we have like three small people um, with additional support needs, but also my sister, one of her children, um, has additional support needs as well. So it was, that was, we were, I think, all a bit worried about, well, how is this going to go? Because yeah. we knew from, just from word of mouth, from other people, how, how Disney had worked before COVID with um, dealing with autistic uh patrons but now we're like well with this whole genie plus thing is it going to be the same is it going to be more more difficult is this going to is it going to cause us problems yeah. and are we go- say, are we going to have to shell out like 80 bucks uh you know uh, a, a person every time we go to the park yeah, yeah. You know, we were worried about that um but they were good disney were really good disney were Be- fire better in than, comparison to better than universal yeah much better than Universal dealing with that it's side of practical. Like their their app they've got is really good for like booking into like you know rides and what have you. So you don't need to do all that. You didn't have to run from one side of the park to the other to book time on a ride. Like the way it works is, if you've got someone that that can't queue for long periods of time, you basically go onto the app, find the ride that you want to go on, yeah, yeah. and they give you a return time. But that ride could be in the other side of the park from where you are. Yeah. It could be in Adventureland and you're in, in um, Tomorrow World. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't matter. You can still book it and do whatever you're doing. Like you can go on a last floor or whatever. Whereas at Universal, you have to physically go to that ride, find a member of staff, get them to write on a slip, your wee card with your barcode on it, and then go off and do something else. So you become really tied to whatever area that ride is in which it's lovely that they give you that facility but at the same time it really restricts your movement um yeah i can i can see that and i mean i I guess the only literally the only positive 
of that um, is that Universal, by and large, is a much, much smaller park than Disney, yeah, either yeah. Disney parks, but Absolutely. at the same time, it's it's still the the inconvenience. And it's interesting because before, before these changes came in, um, yeah. so like pre-pandemic, Disney were always seen as a... Um, not quite as disabled friendly as yeah. Universal were really? because of the because of the process. But now I think because now you can do it in the app, I think yeah. that is is what makes the difference. Because before Disney worked a very similar system to what Universal yeah. did. You'd go and get a return time. Uh, you know, you'd, you'd you'd come back at your return time, and and that's it, kind of thing. Um, but to be able to do that on the app is is obviously um, mm-hmm. you know really really positive so did you because I, I know one of the other things you can do now which is also a big change that disney have done is you can basically apply for the uh the das pass or whatever they call it nowadays disabled access you can do that before your trip so was that something mm. you did or did you do it when you you got there uh, we we did it when we were, we got there. Like they say, I like I'm not having a go at a Virgin Atlantic, who are actually really good with us and our travel agents. But I think there's still a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah. Like uh, we were told we would we could do that, and then it was like, oh, brilliant! How do we do that? And they go, oh, that's simple. You um, you um, sorry, what was the question? Like no one seemed to really know <laughs> how to do it. Like no one. No one ever go. All oh, right, here's a checklist. Do this, or or like the you would phone Disney. You'd have to phone Disney in America, and they yeah. and they were super super helpful. Oh yeah, you're like great. But... I'm not getting up at five in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, but 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 in saying that, we first date in the park. Uh, well, first yeah, first date in a in a actually physically the Disney park. I think the the first Disney park we actually went to was the Typhoon Lagoon, even though it's considered mm-hmm. not to be a Disney park. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know, not to be a theme park. Uh, but um, our kids basically went, water park! Like, they honestly, it was water park straight out of the gate. Um, but uh, they were great. I mean, we went up to guest services. They I think they looked at a couple of uh, uh, letters from doctors and it was done. Yeah, it it was, was done. They were really good. And every cast member we spoke to was really helpful. Universal, on the other hand, um, asked my sister some really intrusive questions about what was up with her daughter um, while her daughter was there. And unfortunately, it can be quite what's up with Paige can be quite yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, that's not really appropriate. I mean, we've given you the basic information. Yeah. Uh, you shouldn't need that. Uh, and, and I get it that they probably have people taking the like. I I do get absolutely, like, but. But we've shown you the letter. Yeah, I've been, I've been balanced about this kind of stuff. Like you, like you know, well, you know, it's always nice to see it from both sides. No, fuck that. You know that that's the, it's like the it's like the trend just now with people pretending they uh, need wheelchair access at um, airports. I don't know if you say it's like a TikTok trend, believe it or not. That see, people, every it's every so- horrible shitty thing in the world that's like not involving governments is TikTok trends. Yeah. <laughs> just just so you can get footage of you getting wheeled through the airport going, ha ha, did you have to wait for six hours? And it's like, and airports are begging, please stop doing this because this means people with wheelchairs can't, that actually yeah. need this can't do it. So like, yeah. I, I do get it, but 
No, Universal needs to certainly up their game, which is a shame, really, because everything else Universal is pretty still, good. It was still great. It would yeah. be so difficult to manoeuvre, I think, our group that, that's, that's without the, it. That's the but, one thing I will say. I heard lots of people going over the summer around about the same period about saying, man, the wait times are so long. You can only get a couple of rides apart. We probably did the majority of everything we wanted to do when we were there rides-wise. I mean, don't get me wrong, my son Loki is a little speed freak and he was like, fast rides, fast rides. And then you would take him on some, you take him on like a cool ride that maybe one, I'm trying to think of an example here. Like he would, Haunted Mansion, he's good with that. He doesn't, he knows that it's not a fast one. But if you take yeah. him on, oh, fuck, hello, what were a couple of the ones that he just realized that was the fast ride? Fuck you guys. The yeah. coaster. I spent, <laughs> oh, I, I absolutely hands down my favorite ride now of all time. Is the Velocicoaster. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I remember halfway through it actually screaming, I put my weight on this. I put my head on this. Because I could see him up, like diagonally, <gasps> like sitting in front, having a great time, having an amazing time. But I'm like, I, th- I think I'm going to die. What about my yeah, I, I will admit, I, I thought about it because I was on the ride next to him going, like, shit. Like, but this, am I going to be dealing with a traumatized child at the end of this? Yeah. But it, um, he was not. But the, he was delighted. But the, um, but the Disney parks did pretty well by us. I can't really give them um, at any time. Like we didn't really have our kids having like any real breakdowns in the park when they mm-hmm. get, as we did, hot, tired, going like fuck this. Maybe it's time to go. You know, and it's that's how hot it was. Yeah. Like Nick, I've been at like I've been at Halloween a couple of times. I've been in May a couple of times. Been at Christmas a couple of times. And uh, I've always found it a lot more manageable heat-wise, but it was hefty you, this time round. You said, but Billy has gigged in Malawi before. I gigged in Malawi on the banks of Lake Malawi, and it was hotter. How, the, how, the, uh, how did definitely. your comedy go down there? I was all right, yeah. I just got funny faces and stuff, man. They're all right. They're, they're cool, they're cool. <laughs> and, and, to be honest, and to be honest, the type of festival it was, it was all... It was all legging uh, Scottish and English people over there going, yeah, we're putting money into a good festival. Yeah, you're on a fucking holiday on the other side of the planet. I'll take (laughs) your money. Don't worry about it. I'll take your money. The secret's safe with me. Um, But no, we had a a great time. We've got to say hats off to Disney. They kind of of aced it with us. No, just to bring up an unpleasant event. Right. um, Our middle son had a melt quite a significant yeah. meltdown at Disney Springs. Like for the most part they were they were good. But on this one particular day, too long a day, it was tad enough. It, it was on us. Day. It was um, on us. We we because you're obviously you're trying to cram everything in and Heather wanted to go to Gideon's cookies in Disney Springs. And we probably we pushed it a wee bit too far. Worth it. Don't care. We probably pushed it. it a wee bit. <laughs> we probably pushed it a wee bit too far. One of us should have went back to the hotel. I was the only one that was driving when I was there, so we were kind of saddled with, well, wherever I wanted to go, we had to go. Mm. Sorry. Uh, but, uh, um, and a poor, a poor little guy had just the the breakdown of breakdowns where he didn't even know what he wanted. Uh-huh. But, you know? But security ended up um, coming over. And I, it's not a nice experience when you're in the experience. Yeah. And people can bitch and moan all they like about, oh, there's too much security going on. It's, it's taking too long to just get into Disney Springs or into the theme parks. When something was clearly going wrong, they were on it. Yeah. And I can kind of appreciate, yeah, yeah, that situation must have looked concerning. 
and they were, they were talking to you, they were respectful, but they were <laughs> they were not yeah, little kid in distress, they were on board they were like, yeah, yeah. right, okay, what's happening here? And that, and and that is what you need Absolutely And the thing is, it's very hard um, when you've not been in that situation before um, mm-hmm. So if you've never, if you don't have any any family members that like it, or you don't have any friends that like it, or yeah. grandkids, whatever, when something like that happens, because I mean, look, it's not the same as when somebody has like a seizure or something. That's a whole yeah, another yeah. kind of thing. But when a kid does that, there's nothing more annoying than somebody like saying, "Oh, can you can you get the kid to be quiet because like they're really loud," yeah. and or or can't you just give them a drink or something. Like that's not how this works. Like it's yeah. it's very it's very hard if you've not been in that situation to understand the the what's and not what's to do. Um, so it's good that I mean, obviously they they're seeing you know tens of thousands of people exactly, know, exactly. Week, so they probably they probably have seen everything and then some. But <laughs> it's still good that you've got that kind of support yeah. rather than uh, yeah what it what it what it could be. Um, so- Sorry, go. So yeah, it just it just gave us a whole new insight into the parks. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's not something we'd thought about when we went before. It's an extra element of safety, and that's kind of what it's all about, isn't it? Going uh, into Disney, you're able just to, you know, you're going to be able to enjoy the experience, and yeah, yeah, and it really added to it. And you want to get you want to feel. Things, by the way, they're just good. They're just good. Shut up. They're Those just the good. Best. They're just good. They're, they're amazing. I don't this get is, it. They're just good. This is a little bit like me and Voodoo Donuts. Like they're good, but they're donuts. Yeah. They are just I, donuts. I, I had one. I had, a, yeah, I, had I, I had one when I was hungry, and it was the maple one with bacon, and I hit the spot. I'll say that much. But yeah. was I just hungry? Was I just hungry? And I enjoyed it that little bit more. And everyone knows that when you go to Orlando, chances are if you're hungry, well, you're not going to be hungry for long because you've got access to some some of the best food on the planet just around you. Uh, apart from White Castle, which is awful. Oh. Awful. <laughs> awful. Oh, oh. We'd sit in Harold and Kumar get the Manchis, right? And Harold and right. Kumar like, let's, that'll be nice. Let's just, tiny let's just break this down a second. Of course it was in Harold and Kumar. I mean, of course, in America, it was called Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Of course, we don't know what yeah, White yeah, Castle yeah. is, so we had to change the name. But that film is about two stone people going to a crappy burger place to get burgers. Honestly, what did you expect? Well, we thought they were going to be good. <laughs> if you're stoned... Wendy's burgers are good. Wendy's burgers are amazing. Yeah, Wendy's but, burgers... Uh, are good little slider things they cook in onion yep. and it was just fucking hell man awful yep. awful i uh the, so. the, the biggest my biggest regret since um i stopped eating meat was the fact that wendy's decided to come back to the uk like i spent what? years years yeah Where? so <laughs> well we'll get to that in a second so i spent years on and on at Wendy's. When are you going to come back? Because I used to go to Wendy's all the time when I was growing up. I loved right. Wendy's. I was like, when are you going to come back to the UK? And they were like, oh, no, no, no. And then, last year, they did. So, they opened up last summer um, in in Reading, and then Stratford in London, and then uh, Essex. And now, they are expanding. But they're kind of, they've started quite south, and they're kind of expanding around so okay. they, they are they are opening, but I think at the moment there's still probably only about ten or so in the country. Oh wow! And Popeyes have just started as well. 
Although they do do a nice biscuit. They do do a nice... Yeah, fucking scone. Just a buttery scone. What they call gravy, though. Oh, no. I just... It's the rank cut and grey. Yep. No, I, I, I'm just not having it. No. Although we did have a Denny's here. We did have a Denny's here. Um, There's still, they still one in up. Wales. Yeah, yeah. They're just one. We did have one we did have one here. It opened up to horrible reviews. Horrible reviews. And then I think it would say um it got rejigged. And then we went a couple of times and it was alright. Yeah. It was it was a it was a Denny's. But we went it really we would go like sociable yeah, hours. nine o'clock on a Monday night when there's no one there, right. and then uh, sadly, sadly didn't survive COVID. Sadly yeah. didn't survive. COVID. I think it's a donut it's now or something. I mean, Wendy's, Wendy's do at least in the UK do have a uh, veggie burger on their menu, but I mean, Ooh. it's okay. it's not like I want my. If you're going to make a veggie burger at Wendy's, I want it to at least try and taste like a Wendy's burger. Yeah. An, it's it's like a, oh, a black bean burger. No, it's like a black bean burger. Like it's it's fine for what it is, but you know, I grew up loving Wendy's burgers, and so I just look at everyone eating their nice burgers, and I'm like, yeah, no, I can't, I can't morally do it anymore. But I, I do, I do miss it. But their, their, their frosties are still good, so that's that that's oh. one thing. Um, anyway, we could talk about fast food for ages. We won't do that. But so yes. let's let's yeah. let's talk about the actual holiday itself. So where not. Exactly when did you go? Not that that matters for security reasons, but you know, how long was your holiday and what was the kind of plan of action? Well, we were away for two weeks. Uh, I mean, this was the first not post COVID uh, trip abroad for, for Heather and the family. I'd been over to um, the Netherlands and what have you, and around about March. And don't get me wrong, we were like everyone else, we were watching, like, will you please lift the need for testing? Will you please lift the need for testing? We booked our tests. And then they left it. It was like, thank fuck. So it just added a completely different element. To it. Can we please have our hundred quid? Back? Can we please have our hundred quid back? And they went, no. No. So <laughs> I don't think they're really a business anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'd been watching loads of vlogs and stuff online. So we kind of started you know what to expect. We flew from Manchester. Uh, we had to say again with the ASN thing, they were good. We got. I don't want to say we got fast tracked through security because we didn't get fast tracked through security. Um, we got uh, we were allowed to go through security. I think that would be the, the, the nicest way of putting that. We went through decent. So we were going for two weeks. Uh, we had a short let. Well, first of all, I can say this about my my kid Loki. He wouldn't have given a fuck if we were getting a plane. If we literally were flying three times over, he didn't care. He just wanted on a plane. He wanted on the Virgin plane. He'd spend like the last. Like month beforehand, watching the pre-flight video, which he still watches, yeah, every night. The pre, like, which I don't think he should be watching. No, I don't think he should not. be watching. Yeah, I'm gonna move him on to uh, uh, Kevin. So we did that. Um, our son uh, Maury threw a wild card in the night before we left because we decided we were going to use our club card points to pay for a meal in a restaurant the night before we went. Uh, that restaurant had monkey bars. And he decided he was going to fall off them. So we spent the best part of six and a half hours in uh, children A&E going through every scenario. Like we thought at one point, holidays off. It's oh not happening. We yeah. broke his wrist. Uh, but we, we were, I was quietly confident. Being a, being a little rugby boy, I was pretty confident he hadn't broken it, like snapped. I was just like, but I don't, I don't know what he's done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what he's done. He's definitely swollen. 
And obviously we know everything that's going on in the hospitals over here just now. We're not laying blame, we're not pointing fingers, but it was like just the timing of it. Like yeah. at one point we're going like, like people were saying things like, listen, there's been people here for seven hours and we're going, hang on, 17 We're not getting out here until, we're not getting out here until two in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's that's too close. That's too close. Um, and But thankfully they were kind and ended up we just had a little bump in the bone, you know, a little uh, thing made. He was good to go. Good to go because at one point, like Heather was going to have to fly out a couple. We were like, "Is Heather going to have to fly out a couple of days later? Like, am I going to have to go with Loki? Like, because that would have been unkind to go." Right, sorry, mate. I know you're in the hotel and you can literally see the fucking airport, but we're not going. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like. Um, but anyway, that that was all fine. Flight was great. We flew into um um in Melbourne. Uh, sorry, not Melbourne, Melbourne. Yeah, I was going to do that. Um, Orlando International, which is pretty standard, standard decent airport. You know, huge car. The car was fucking massive, actually. Um, um, it was ridiculous. And you, and you always think the same thing. You always like maybe it's some British mentality. You're like, oh man, this is way over the top. These Americans. But after about two days, you go, I fucking love this car. Yeah. Why? Why do we live in a country where our cars are so small? That's what you. Exactly. Oh, no. That's what you end up feeling like. Because uh, our roads are far too small. Oh, God, yeah. You couldn't get two of those cars driving towards each other. At the yeah, same on, time. A, on, a, on the dual carriageways in Scotland, you probably couldn't manage it, to be honest. But um, no, it, and we had a plan of action. We went with Heather's uh, um, sister. sister and her family. They're not casting aspersions. We made a couple of mistakes. Like, we should have planned for more break times, more break yeah. days. Yeah. Um, like we we're kind of I'd like so I think it was a little bit of theme park fatigue that caught up with us a couple of times certainly by the end of it uh, um, which again makes it sound like we didn't have a good time but we did we just get theme park fatigue because like I say a day in the parks uh, with kids or with families even if they're just a couple or something eh, like you can go man this was a busy busy ass day but uh, all, all we knew is we were one of um, all the Disney's all the mm-hmm. Disney parks. Uh, we even went to Animal Kingdom, which fucking stunned me. If it hadn't been for the Avatar, uh, if it hadn't been for uh, Pandora, uh, is it Pandora? Was it yeah, Pandora. Pandora. Yeah. Uh, Pandora. I, I, I quite like Animal Kingdom. Like these elements of Animal Kingdom, I like. Like I, I quite like it's a bug's life. I quite, yeah. I, I quite like that ride. It's, it's sweet. It's, I mean, it's. It's one of those things, like, the first time I ever went to um, Orlando was 1999, when I was 19. And now, seeing things that I thought was cutting edge are still going now is quite mental, especially when I go, like, I still think this holds up. <laughs> I still think yeah. this is all right. You know, um, I mean, the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man ride's been rejected at Universal, and only someone that's been as many times as I have would notice, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just, everything's a little bit clearer. Yeah, I, I mean, they did, um, I, I want to say it was about f- uh, five or six years ago, maybe, they yeah. upgraded it to 4K. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. At, around that kind of time. And I went on it um, just before the pandemic. <laughs> and exactly the same as you. Like, yeah. what, and we're recording this just after uh, Disneyland Paris opened up their Avengers uh, campus and their attempt at a Spider-Man ride. Now, I've, as of recording, I've not gone there. I'll be going there in a few months' time. But I know what the ride is. I've been on a on the Legoland equivalent of the Spider-Man ride as well. Yeah. And it is just no comparison 
to what no, Universal no. did in 1999. The, the wait, fact that you said that it's still, it's, it's 23 years old and it's it still the up. best Spider-Man attraction in the world. <laughs> it's it's uh, mad. And, and, and I know that I, I'm sure there are plans for Disney to go whole hog at some point on the, you know, the Marvel Universe when that eventually happens. Because well, it's going to have to happen at Guardians some point. Guardians of the Galaxy ride that's just opened. No, we couldn't get near it. We couldn't, couldn't near we it. couldn't get near it, man. We, wow. we wanted to, like the, uh, um, even with the, D, uh, D, D, uh, I can never remember, the DAS, yeah. uh, the DS thing. Uh, um, even with that, the wait time was like five hours. Wow. Like we couldn't get near the fucking thing. And we certainly weren't going to take the chance to. So that's the reason we have to go back. Yes. But uh, um, so our plan was to hit all the Disney parks. We are big. We love Magic Kingdom, um, which we did end up going to twice. The one thing is about Magic Kingdom, man, is getting in and out of the bastard, especially if you're spending the whole day there and maybe you're going after the fireworks. That last ferry, that last, I mean, it, it maybe wouldn't be so bad if it was like an October or like a May or even Christmas, but it was. I mean, the the park was the busiest I'd seen in years and years and years. Like, it was so fucking busy. Um, and it was just grim trying to get everyone out because you feel tired and exhausted. I mean, you feel great, but you also know, like, I've got to go all the way to the car. Or, or, I've got to get, if I'm getting the ferry, I'm going to get the ferry. Then I'm going to get the, then I'm going to get the little buggy with your back to the car. Then I'm going to get the car, which could be either home roasting hot or freezing you're not sure and then you've got to get all the way back to your hotel so you know i as much as i like the ferry fuck me they need to do something better about exiting but then we got the monorail last time we went we got like we parked we had preferred parking at epcot right and then we used the monorail to go over to magic kingdom and then the magic kingdom over to, and it actually it was so fucking smooth like it was so much easier than bothering about the ferry or trying to park. It's, um, it's very but, hard. It's very hard because obviously there are all these transportation options, right? Yeah. Um, but it is trying to make the best use of your time as well yeah. with using them yeah. because sometimes what looks like the most straightforward on paper, you know, time-wise, should be the most straightforward isn't because you don't factor in how busy it's going to be how long you're gonna to have to wait to get on either a ferry or a monorail because of you know how busy it is or buses i mean jesus christ buses i i actually like the bus system um but it is absolutely no use to you when a fireworks show just finished you know you go out <laughs> into that queuing area and i mean it is just absolute pandemonium yeah, and 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 that was uh, we we got hit with that. Um, I think our first day of Magic Kingdom, we were just trying to get everything, and we wanted to go on Splash Mountain. One of them fucking Splash Mountain. Like, uh, I don't know that Splash Mountain has its detractors. I like Splash Mountain. We actually it was lovely because when we went on, the fireworks had just started. So as we nice. are doing this lovely little saunter, the fireworks are gone. It's like that's cool. Like that's not going to happen again. That's I a was, first. As you were reaching the first hill. The fireworks boom, boom, boom. Were, were going off in front of us. It was like, oh, and lovely. What, what, what else do you think? So, so in terms of the holiday, that's what it was. We were, we were it had Disney all the way through it. We course went to Universal because I, I love Universal. I, I'm a big Universal fan. Uh, I like the fact that Universal. I, I like old school Universal. Mm. I have to admit, and the fact that this year there was a couple of 
like the tribute store they had, and I know they're gonna add escape rooms and what have you coming up, but the tribute store was one of the fucking coolest. I could die in that fucking place. I thought it was so cool. Have you seen it? I we did we recorded an episode where it was supposed yeah. to uh-huh. during during our news segment. I think we probably spent about half an hour talking about it because, uh-huh. like you said, and the, and the thing is, right? So my wife, my wife, she obviously you know enjoys the parts and everything like that not quite to the same extent as i do and 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 everything and i've been going to universal um this is how good a husband i am i've been going to universal a couple of times for halloween horror nights and left everyone at home because i don't want to go to halloween horror nights i only go for the weekend and so they always you know take the piss out of me doing he that. gets to go he gets to go for just the weekend well, i want to go for just the weekend. weekend god damn it i'm not babysitting we often say fuck the story so it's fine um but um and so she she likes seeing bits and pieces from universal but the thing is yeah. she obviously also would like to see this stuff at some point so she doesn't like spoilers too much, but I was like, look, they've done this yeah. tribute store. It's only going to be there for a few months. I'm not going to see it. No one else is going to see it. But I think you need to see this. And we sat and watched this half an hour video of somebody just walking around the rooms going, hey, look at all this merchandise. Hey, look at, you know, how they've done E.T.'s bedroom. Or not E.T., Elliot's bedroom, you know, from E.T. Yeah. And the, the the level of detail, and, and what we were saying about it uh, on, the, on the podcast is it's such a shame that they put, that amount of effort into doing these stores when in three months time you know come the end of august that will have closed to be turned into the yeah. halloween horror nights tribute store where again they'll do an excellent job they do really good jobs for those as well but you think you've put so much effort in it would be nice just to have kept it like it seems like such a I, shame I, it's a temporary thing it's always been the thing about Universal that has always impressed me going all the way back to like I like I just got on the Kong ride, the original Kong ride. Yeah. Uh, when it was when it was there. A uh, new one, not that impressed with the new oh, one at I all. I was so gutted. I wanted it to not be that great. great. No, it was, we just missed it the last yeah, time we'd been there. Okay. But I, I, I love the details. I love the details they put in. It gave you like this really cool vibe. I love the old cinema. The fact they try to make it, which I've never been in. I've never been in an American cinema in the 1980s. No. You know, I love the, the the posters that were up. And I I did go, man, this is what Universal does better probably than anyone else. Uh, I honestly think that it's a vein of something they need to do something with permanently. Like whether it be, I mean, a store would be great. Okay, but some type of attraction if they can figure it away. I mean, I would have thought maybe even with Stranger Things, they might have done something about permanently. Well, um, they've but... got they've got a whole new land, haven't they, down yeah. the road that they're building? And you know, all we know so far is that there's going to be a Universal Monsters area, and there's going to be a House of Train uh-huh. Dragon area, and there's going to be a Nintendo area. We don't know what the rest of the parts going to be. We can imagine there's going to be lots of stuff. I think you're right. I think there's there's it's shooing for something like a Stranger Things to have a permanent attraction, and I mean, th- 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 what was interesting about the tribute store? So, have you ever you've never done Halloween Horror Nights? Oh, we oh, we we have we have okay. we just have got a chance to do it. But Halloween Horror Nights is very much the same, right? In that they put these houses up for what, a six seven week period, and yeah. you go through these mazes, and they are incredibly detailed quite often, and 
then it's then it's gone then it's knocked down and they sell off some props or you know sometimes depending on what the house is next year they might put a few little things in from a previous house because it fits the theme or whatever but they put this amazing thing together which you only get to see for a small amount of time and then it's gone it's gone it's gone well, I, 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 and but, yet they've got permanent rides which are one and done not great yeah that like that that don't seem to go in anyway i, I just kind of like yeah. one of the things that was got me was the atmosphere and the ethos like see when a ride is really and this is the same at disney this is like when they can get a ride that just makes you really feel it and you're, you're just a part of it and for some reason that tribute ride took me back to like 1999 and made me feel like oh man look at this it's fucking cool and kids couldn't give it oh it's like that I like our son loki was like look at the giant speaker Look at the like he oh, he yeah, knew like, yeah, well, yeah. Maury Maury got in about the, yeah we got the a, Kong hand yeah we got a brilliant yeah. picture of like our son Maury amongst all the teddies like ET yeah. was yeah. and he did that on on his own and I I just feel like there's something because there's such a, a like rich vein of nostalgia and stuff that maybe if not a Stranger Things land something like that it made me go they really shouldn't have taken the Jaws ride away. Because I don't think people. I were, don't understand why I don't, they did. I, I don't think people were Same ready. The I controversial comment. I think the Simpsons ride is uh, boring. I don't. That think is. That I've is been on it. One of the least controversial things you've said in this but, episode. Actually, <laughs> no, but I know other people have said. No, why? I don't. Why I don't, I don't even think the Simpsons land is up to much. To be honest, like one of the highlights of the Universal was I got to go to the ET ride for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Never went. Well, this this is the thing that it, like I only got around to watching ET about five years ago. Like wow. I, okay. I, I, I didn't. Then watch it as a kid. We watched Mac and Me as well. We were a terrible family. Yeah, we watched. Uh, go to White Castle, watch Mac and Me. My God, this is I'm, like I'm just punishing family. myself. Just <laughs> punishing myself. But uh, I didn't get to watch it as a kid. It's not really a cool movie to watch when you're a teenager or in your twenties. Yeah. And literally, I did a thing for an article. I sat down and watched it with my son, and he loved it. He loved it. But um, it is that production value which I think is. Uh, uh, and you know, we're talking here. We are talking about retro stuff. Uh, Disney, because I know because it's the 50th anniversary, but see what's old is new, man. And some of the old like uh, merch and stuff that they're even selling in the shops on Main Street is like it's really fucking cool. Game. It's like you know, the board game. Board we bought game the original awesome. Walt Disney World board game upstairs. We haven't got around to playing it yet, uh, but uh, um, and even just like they were selling like summer dresses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know every every goth or alternative check or every because these are the guys that are mums and dads now and aunties and uncles yeah. the other guys have turned up the park and go look how fucking cool this is this is what i'm getting for me changing into it and then walking around the park i mean how long has the dumbo ride been around yeah how long has that carousel been there prince charming carousel um it's a small world disney get that yeah you need new stuff but people come for the nostalgia. People come for the they old bring stuff. Bring their kids to go yeah. look at what mummy used to. This is what mummy experienced yeah. as a kid. Let's experience it together. And, and Universal seem hell bent on removing the nostalgic factor. And you're like, my kid, my kids aren't gonna. My grandkids are probably not going to see the Transformers right because they'll get rid of it before they have the opportunity to see it. Yeah. The only guy I can think of that they've still got is E.T. 
Yeah, well, and and that's because while Spielberg's alive, that ride's going nowhere. Like it literally yeah. cannot yeah. go anywhere because they already got rid of E.C. in in Hollywood, and that was his breaking point. Basically, like, how dare you? Uh, yeah. You're not doing I that again. You, I hope they don't. I really, I really think there's something there's something for it. You know, if if no one was queuing up for it at all, like I mean, if no one went near the rides, then I could get it. But every time, if Jaws were open now, it'd still be like a 40, 50 minute queue. I guarantee yeah. it. Well, the, um, the, like the ET the attraction is very strange, right? Now you've gone on it because the first half of it is quite cool. And then yeah. you, you end up in some kind of weird acid trip of this imaginary <laughs> sequel to E.T. Would be a sequel uh, or something? I yeah. kind of like that because I don't really remember the film that well. <laughs> well, the second half of the ride know. does not happen in the film, I can tell you that much. All right, well, I did wonder. <laughs> uh, but uh, I was like, I think I'm completely fucking misremembered this movie. <laughs> um, but uh, but again, it's it's uh, I, I just like that side of it. Like I've always said, like I'd love to time travel back to like nineteen ninety seven or something and take a wander around the parks to see what they were like. But it, um, and you can kind of experience that at Disney a little more. Like we went on the journey to imagination with uh, Figment the Dragon, which I shouldn't have liked as much as I did, yeah. but I really liked it. My well, son hated it. He was like, "That was a slow ride. You fucking cheated me." The the thing is with Figment. Um, actually, just before that, the one thing that makes me laugh about that last conversation about Universal is that one thing they like to do, as you quite rightly said, is kind of get rid of those historical rides that you really love. Mm. One thing they love to prey on, though, is getting you to buy merchandise with that stuff on because with they know they one, make. Because yeah. they, they, there's been two different ranges now of completely retro stuff that everyone's going ape shit for, uh, Kong pun intended, um, because nostalgia sells. So. I think you're right, and I think what I would like to see is some type of variation of those attractions in New Land. That's what I'd love to see. I, I think a lot of people would, but I don't know. You know, but imagine people would lose their fucking mind if they went. We're bringing back Retuals. Jaws. Yeah, you know, we're bringing back Back to the Future. Back to the Future is getting a complete overhaul. Now. Fucking yeah. with the technology they have today. Yeah, like bring oh it. my fucking bring it god, on. bring it on. Did you know that we have a Patreon? I'm sure you do. It's been mentioned before. But just in case you don't know, we do have a Patreon. And on that Patreon, we have early releases of all our shows. We also have exclusive shows that you can only hear on our Patreon. And we've been doing this for years. So actually, if you subscribe to be a Patreon today, then you'll get access to the entire back catalogue. It's about four or five years worth of podcasts you've never heard because they've never been made available publicly except for the uh, the odd one we've released as a taster anyway as well as that we've got a discord which will be launching later this summer for all of our patrons to join uh, we've also got a, a facebook group which you can join as well um, an exclusive one that's only open to our patreons but as well as that, our Patreons are the lovely people who keep these podcasts going. And now I will tell you who they are. We've got Lee and Laura, Karen, Chris, we've got Kate and Mel and Daniel. I met Daniel, he's a nice guy. Uh, we've got Paul and Sandy and Crystal. 
James, Nikki, Dan, Kevin, Alison, Dave, Sinead, Tom, David, David with an E at the end of his name. Uh, we've got Breaking Dad, great guys. Uh, we've got Rob, we've got Todd, we've got Jane and Steve, as well as Stephen. So we thank you for your support of us now and your continued support. And if you would like to become a Patreon member yourself, please visit patreon.com forward slash that podcast. And I've even put a handy link in the show notes below. Thank you. But Figment's a really interesting one. Figment's a really interesting one because um, that's an attraction that one of my... Uh, one of our co-hosts really loves Figment, used to go on it when he was growing up and, and everything like that, and still loves the character now. But a lot of people, because the ride is drastically different now, and I obviously the ride uh, vehicles and the ride itself isn't different, but the storyline and what you see is completely different. So a lot of people of our kind of age... I'm, 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 you know, kind of putting this all in the kind of 30-ish back bracket there. Um, but don't oh, like okay. new Figment because it's so drastically different from the Figment that they had in, in the 90s. Oh. But a little bit like Star Wars in the fact that, you know, I remember walking out of episode one and being so heartbroken that that was like the next Star Wars film. But there's a generation of kids that love those Star Wars films because they yeah. were five and six when those films came out and so that was their version of Star Wars not my version yeah. of Star Wars but it was their version of Star Wars and so Figment's very similar in that there's generations now where to them the Eric Idle Figment ride is the Figment ride and they adore it but people that had experienced the previous version of that ride are like this one's shit because Eric Idle's in it and it's not as good as it used to be so it's 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 really interesting, and it does it does come down to. We were saying this off air, but we were talking about you know things like Robin Hood and the Black Cauldron, where now yeah. Disney are really kind of going after that nostalgia, uh, you know, sell to people because they know if they put the merchandise out, we are gullible enough to buy it because we want to relive that nostalgia. So that's what it's all about, you know. And and and, yeah. and Disney have always been good at that, but they are the absolute masters nowadays at doing it yeah i i i mean uh, um I, I, first of all can i say the fact that eric idol was in it was what i loved because eric idol's not really in anything anymore it was like oh no. man that's a, such a that's such a 90s casting if ever there was yeah he, he did look like a um, casper era eric yeah idol. yeah it's definitely yes. younger eric idol. but bless him he's he's, he's earning that uh, those python checks can't come forever you know, uh, uh, and uh, and that was that was Epcot, and the other ride that was up. You know, Epcot's always been a weird one for us because we're everyone makes fun of Epcot. I know, but it's a it's a pretty good half day, man. If you're wanting to go, like I know some people. Like I I remember going with my old sister in law at one point uh, on my uh, on my brother's side. I should mention. Uh, um, and I, I still remember. So you go around the world. Is the world there? And instead of going to like, you know, Norway or, you know, France or Mexico or anywhere like that, she went to Great Britain and bought tea because she's a tea. fucking idiot. Tea. Not, I wonder not what the only tea's that, like. Not only that, but I mean, it's the Disney version of these countries, right? Now, I've been, 
I've been to Norway. I've been to right. Morocco. Now, the real Norway is much better than Disney Norway. The True. real Morocco is not as good as Disney uh, Morocco. <laughs> it's a lot more dangerous. And it was honestly the only place on earth that I've ever played Frogger in real life trying to cross the road. Like, it was oh, like oh, the, oh, the, the God, yeah. most bizarre place I've ever been to. Uh, Great Britain in, in Epcot is like this weird... It almost feels a bit... You know when you go to... to um, to Hogsmeade at Universal and you feel like you've yeah. walked out onto the set of a Harry Potter film. When yeah, I go yeah. to Great Britain at Epcot, it feels like I walked onto the set of Mary Poppins or something because yeah. it's this really weird version of England which never actually exists uh, or certainly hasn't in the last 60, 70 years. The, 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 the thing that always makes me like, the one thing, I, the one fact I have about the Epcot uh, United Kingdom is, so I, I'm, quite, I'm quite friendly with uh, William Regal Right, uh, oh, right. Wrestler no. British wrestler, but no, Rocking but this, this is the thing. When he when he wrestled yeah. for uh, WCW a long time ago, like nineteen ninety six, they had to film stuff in Great Britain, but they didn't film it in Great Britain. They filmed it on the United oh, Kingdom. Oh, that's amazing! And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I had no idea. And it wasn't until I was there and I watched a little bit of one of the skits with him and Bobby Eaton. I was like, Oh my fucking god! It hasn't changed a bit. Well, the, weird, not... the weird thing it is has... as well is and you know you talked about going in a time machine and going back to like 1997 if you went back just a couple more years earlier you could have gone yeah. to MGM and, and watched a WCW Worldwide taping exactly exactly <laughs> and, and rumour has it that's where AEW is going rumour has it that's where AEW is going that would be amazing doing... that would they're, they're going to start doing taping there which would be great but uh, I mean they're already doing some at Universal they're already doing some tapings down at the, at the old sound stage that's uh, right. Which the I didn't old catch TNA when I was there. Yeah, I didn't catch when I was there. I didn't catch when I was there. But yeah. uh, um, but Epcot's always a weird one for us. Our kids were not that. Uh, the weather it chucked it down. Yeah, uh, it absolutely chucked it down when we were there. Ratatouille as well, like yeah, well, like that that ride originated in Disneyland Paris. Paris yeah, yeah. And we'd again we'd missed we it. Keep, we missed rides all the time when you were like, we are there just before. It opens like soft opening sort of thing, or just after it's like yeah. The mummy born. was the mummy was due to reopen when we were there, and we fucking missed it. They yeah, even apparently, had, they even, apparently yeah. it's it's due to reo- reopen in the next few days. Apparently, as we record this episode, apparently, but it's still not open R- at the moment. Rumor has it they've taken Brendan Fraser at the pre-show, and I've got him. I'm gutted. I hope that I'm gutted. Yeah, I, 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 I hope it's not true. Get, I get he doesn't look like that now. I get it. I get it. But it's meant to be the mummy movies from 1999. Eric yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Vin Diesel has never looked like that. Now for a start, Vin Diesel. He's never looked like a PlayStation 2 computer game character. Yeah, because, exactly. Because somebody's, uh, somebody's forgotten the wheel man. Vin Diesel's own video game. Um, but you're, you're very right. He doesn't, and The Rock doesn't look like that either. Um, but uh, yeah, Ep- I-, I agree with Epcot. It's a very weird. Um, it's a very weird park. I mean, I'm one of these really sad suckers that absolutely loves living with the land. Oh, like, right, we didn't get near it. Near yeah, it, it's, such, like, it's quite chilled out. That's it's what I mean. That's that's why I like it. But also, and I've not been on the new version, so I can't really talk too much about it. But I used to love Test Track. 
I know it's been changed oh. now to like Test Track 2.0 or whatever it is, but and I know it's not the same as it was, but I used to think that was really good. So it was really weird that one attraction was really fast that I loved in the park and the other one was as slow as it can possibly go. And I love yeah. both equally for different for different things. But Epcot as a park yeah. is a bit strange and obviously yeah. what we're seeing now is yeah. this big push towards IPs, right? So you've got Ratatouille, you've got Frozen uh, Ever After, um, and you've also now got the Guardians of the Galaxy um, yeah. over there and as well. And there's other things coming. There's a, I mean, there was a lot of work going on just behind Starship Earth, which I, is another ride I quite enjoy. I, I do quite enjoy the retro aesthetic that is there at Epcot. I, I, quite, I like that. I just like that as a look in general. Yeah. So anytime I get to see it, I'm like, Fucking yes. It is um, a kind of thing though, like if your kids aren't into it, like we're gonna go here and we're gonna get snacks and then we're gonna go there and get more snacks. If your kid is in any way fussy yeah. it caught is a washout, I think. Yeah, we went like, we went and got school bread. Oh, we went and got school bread from uh, Norway, which was fucking amazing. Have you ever had it? No. Oh my oh, goodness! It's I delicious. think we it. Like, it's we we I didn't give a fuck. By that point, it was raining. I knew we were leaving. The kids were one. It's like fuck these guys. This is our moment. I don't care who sees this. Um, yeah. But um, in terms of rides over there, I, yeah, it's a weird one. We didn't get to go there during the food festival. I think we'd been there before during the food and wine festival, and it'd been quite good. Um, but Starship Earth, actually, my son Loki loved that. He loved the idea that you were huh. going on a ship through time. It was. Unexpected to say the least. <laughs> unexpected to say the least. Um, although he, I think he liked the interactive element to it. Yeah, I right. think he liked the fact that you could uh, you could put in where you were from, and at the end of it, it gave you a little story about oh, this is the house you're going to live in in the future. And he was kind of like, cool, that's the house I'm going to live in in the future. Good times. <laughs> and he was he was well in well in Tory government, you know. Well, there it is. We can only do what we can. Uh, fuck the Tories, we all know. But uh, um, but uh, um, so Epcot was a one day for us. We have to admit we didn't yeah. really we didn't really go back. Uh, uh, although um, I was trying to think of it um, in terms of like best Disney rides, kind of. Well, and Animal Kingdom was the same. We didn't go to the Jungle Cruise because you because you got to get there so early, so goddamn early. Um, Sorry, not Jungle the, Cruise. The, the Safari. Uh, safari, yeah. We didn't get there early enough. Uh, you've got to go so early. And all the animals fall asleep. And under that heat, I couldn't fucking blame them. Um, although Avatar Land is aesthetically is gorgeous. And the um, flight of the, whatever it is. Uh, flight of Passage. Flight of Passage. Uh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Flight of Passage. Um, is fantastic. Oh, is, is, is very, very good. Is Disney, is almost out of place in Disney. Pandora <laughs> and Galaxy's Edge both have that factor of you don't actually need to go on a ride, you just have to wonder about it. Like, Galaxy's Edge is, I mean, I, I'm a big MGM, I'm, sorry, I still don't know, Hollywood Studios, Studios Mark, and, uh, and Galaxy's Edge is off the charts. Yeah. It's fucking fun. When you see that Millennium Falcon <laughs> for the first time just sitting there, by God, it hits you in the chest. It's yeah. so weird, isn't it? Because the last time, so I've not been to Disney right. properly, uh, like to Disney World properly, in in about ten years, no, twelve years. Um, oh, wow. But we, the last time we went to Halloween Horror Nights, me and one of my co-hosts went to 
Hollywood Studios for the day because we wanted to see Galaxy's Edge. It just oh, opened wow. about a month before. So that's where we went for the day. And we went in the entrance uh, via where the uh, the Tap House uh, brewery is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so when you go in that way, and bearing in mind, this was um, September, October of 2019. Um, mm. So it was before Rise of the Resistance opened. So we walked into that area and I was like, oh, it looks like a really nicely landscaped area and there's like literally nothing to see. And I was a bit kind of like, um, I was very disappointed. Like I was like, kind of like, I can't believe Disney had done this. And then you kind of walk through that marketplace area. And then as you say, similar to when you go down Diagon Alley and you see the dragon, you walk through yeah, and then yeah, the Millennium yeah. Falcon's there. And then as you say, right in the fields, like as a Star Wars fan, it's not like you haven't seen a Star Wars X-Wing yeah. on display somewhere or Star Tours, you've got the big ATAP, but you see yeah, the Millennium yeah. Falcon there and you're like, oh my God, this is the boys' version of Cinderella's Castle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. just... And, and, and I mean, it's nowhere when, near as big or as impressive, but it's there and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And when you get to actually go on the Millennium Falcon, there's not enough time to take it all in because you're like, oh my God, I'm on the Millennium Falcon. Oh my God, look at all this. This is amazing. Right, we're on the ride. We're on the ride. You know, you know, it's like there's no time, like even just the, the general area, they like hold you in before they put you in. Uh, I just thought like that. I know we've been talking a lot of production values, but it's all about the feels, isn't it? And it just was like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. I don't know what my kid thought. Like literally, no, I, I don't think he could really give a fuck. He's like, you're going to have to hit the button, dude, otherwise we're not going to make it. He's more interested and we've mentioned why. Uh, it's like, you got a button, you got a job to do. Fucking yes, I am on board. Fuck all this. <laughs> I will push the button. And it's like, fair news, man. To be fair, he was way more interested in the runaway railroad. <laughs> Mickey, yep. the Mickey, well, Mickey ride. Oh. And I have to say, I'm fucking bored. I, I'm going to say, that. Hand, hands down. And we, we've talked about nostalgia. I, I always enjoyed going on the great movie ride because it was normally quite quiet and slow and you could kind of, it was a great chill out ride. Yeah. But the job they've actually done in Mickey's Runaway Roller Coaster is Runaway Railroad is, is fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's actually Disney at its fucking finest. Yeah. Um, They've incorporated new tech, man. It's fun. It goes by a tear, and our kids loved it, despite the fact it was not a fast ride. You know, the uh, um, MGM, and, and still, I mean, the rock and roller coaster is still good. Uh, the Tower of Terror is still amazing. Um, MGM is probably I'm still doing it now. Sorry, Hollywood Studios is probably still my favorite part. It's probably it's still my. It's definitely got a really if, good if mix it's definitely got a really good mix of rides. Um, I think yeah. that's the thing. You know, there are stuff there for the kids. There is the nostalgia burst for the adults as well. You've got Star Wars. Um, I mean, I so I I can only go on on uh, Smuggler's Run, and I was very disappointed in uh, both times I went. I was the engineer, and I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and I was like, it would be a really like a uh, e or d ticket attraction if you didn't have roles where you had to look away from the screen so when you're an engineer yeah. you're supposed to be looking at the wall pressing lights as they as they pop up i want to be looking at the cockpit i want to feel like i'm actually in the millennium falcon cockpit not staring at a wall i could be doing that anywhere but as you said the bit before you go in when you're on like 
the deck of the ship, I suppose, and you've got the table yeah. there and everything. As soon as I walked, I, I walked and saw that, I was like, oh my God, I have arrived. And then like you say, they're like, right, off you go. And you're like, well, hang on a second. I haven't, yeah. you know, yeah. I haven't absorbed this all yet. Um, but I thought, I thought once I got there and got to that section of um, Galaxy's Edge, it did feel like, in the same way that Hogsmeade feels like you're in a Potter film, you felt like you're yeah. in the Star Wars world. Then you throw in the characters walking around, which obviously Potter doesn't do, but you know Star Wars is able to do. And you've got things like Olga's Cantina. You have just got a load of stuff that feels like Star Wars, and that's exactly what you want from from something that Star Wars does. And I think... Disney for a while was really lacking that kind of thing. Like, I think when Harry Potter, the first bit of Harry Potter opened, I think at that point, Disney were like, shit, we need to step our game up. Because yeah. now that little theme park down the street has not only got something in a big license, but they've actually done something really, really impressive. And yeah. we aren't hitting that. And I think, you know, regardless of how people feel about smugglers run as a ride or the fact that rise of resistance breaks down so often and so that causes problems i don't think anyone can turn around and say disney haven't tried to make you feel as immersed um yeah, as yeah. you can now do at universal i think i get what you're saying like um there's this whole uh factor in in like um space travel like when they originally sent uh men up into space um, and everything had to be timed really precisely. They didn't take into account um, the awe factor of like in the fir first time you go in space and it's like the awe of everything around you and in front of you. And you need just those few like moments, like a few more extra minutes of, of just oxygen time to take it all in. And uh, it's not exactly the same, but in Disney with the Millennium Falcon and all these things, they are trying to to pull all these nostalgic feelings out of you up to the surface to bring out that inner child, but they're not giving you those awe moments. They're like, you've had loads of wandering through through queues to get to this point, but this is the point. You're inside the ship. You need those awe moments. And instead, those are the moments where you're being sort of rattled through the Millennium Falcon, you're like, no, 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 I just, I just need yeah. one more minute to just look at the table. Yeah, but it'll all, you know, it will yeah. all slow down and stuff eventually. It will, it will yeah. all slow down, and uh, that'll be cool. But yeah, in terms of um, as a, as a trip in in, in general, I mean, uh, it did feel like a kick in the tires trip. It's like we even came back and going, like, it's. I do laugh because I'd said I wanted to go for three weeks so I could have a. A, a week in the middle where I wasn't doing anything and, and I know there's going to be people going who the fuck can afford three weeks well we all know there's not actually that much in it when it comes down to between like a two and a, a three weeks mm -hmm. uh, and and um, and I'm self-employed anyway so it's like fuck it if I'm saying I'm taking three weeks I'm going to take three weeks uh, um, but I think the way it is currently certainly in the summer man you've you get in plenty of breaks just so you can evolve it because yeah. Disney was so busy in the summer that I've said I will not go back in the no. summer again. Like, not a chance. Not a chance. And we've been in August and we've been in, you know, and I know the English school holidays and, and people getting away and all that, but it was mostly American. There was not that many Brits when we were there. I mean, and this has never happened, Nick. Like, the flight we got over was empty. Empty. It was half empty. empty. 
and I've never seen that. I've never seen that applied to Orlando in my well, life. Well, I think I think when you went, um, I think it was about a week or so before the Brit, like the English schools broke up. Yeah, we we just called our holidays. Yeah, yeah. So that's so yeah. that's that's probably why. And on the flip yeah. side of that, if you go, if you instead went at the end of August, you'd probably find yeah. a lot less American kids there because they've already gone back to school. But a load of English kids still there because, obviously, you know they've still got a few more weeks of, of holiday left. So it's 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 hard to judge. Um, we, we, one thing I don't think we did actually get down to was where you actually stayed. Oh right, well that's just a little different because yeah, uh, yeah. uh, we've stayed uh, in me and Heather seem to we feel like we've stayed all over international drive at some point. <laughs> uh, I still remember the time we fuck man we got like we we pulled up to the resort. Uh, or, or to the Metropolitan Resort or whatever it was called. I can't remember. It was called that anyway. We threw our bags in. We went, right, I am so hungry. I don't know where we are. Let's get a taxi to Point to Orlando to go to Johnny Rockets. And literally, it was across the fucking road. We just couldn't see it because of the trees. The guy barely <laughs> revved his engine. It was like, oh, shit. Get this man $20 and our apologies. We are so fucking sorry. But it, uh, last time we'd stayed was in a villa. Um, which I uh, which I kind of hoped we we would stay in again this time and didn't work out, but so we stayed in the Blue Tree Resort, which um, was kind of like little mini flats. So it was like a little yeah, family room. Never, get, stayed, in never stayed in anything before. like it before. So it's like a little uh, you get a kitchen and you get a couple of bedrooms. You get a fold out chair, little balcony, nothing flash. I mean, I actually quite your sister was not impressed. I actually quite liked it because it was a little dated. Like it just a little dated, but not too it, dated, it, it, but just enough, just enough, just charm. enough, just <laughs> enough. Uh, uh, I had a DVD player in the in the in the in the, uh, in the living room, and I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. The kids can watch that." Uh, uh, um, but uh, um, and that was it. And I mean, the, the resort itself had a bunch of pools. Yeah. Like where it was geographically, we felt like we were no more than twenty minutes from anywhere. We were literally across from Disney Springs. We were across the road like, from Disney Springs. Oh, wow, like, okay. Three minute drive. Yeah, yeah. I like honestly, it was sarcastic actually starting the car to, to drive. Well, it's still quite far into Disney Springs, isn't it? But um, um, but no, and, and it was it was perfect for us. We were ten minutes from everywhere. Yeah, ten minutes from everywhere. I've never stayed in such a well placed location in my life, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and and the, the fact that there was ready access to the pools, people were pretty friendly. It was, you know, all families, loads of parking. So I could see if you're ever looking for maybe something that's not a hotel. It was great for a base. I know everyone says, I'll be your room's just your base. It's like, yeah, but it is also nice to be able to maybe have some breakfast before you go and, you know, have a, a nice big fridge with cold drinks in it from you know, yeah. coming in from the park at the end of uh, the day. You know, particularly when you've got three kids and all they do is fucking eat. <laughs> Well, I think the thing is, the, the problem with that kind of attitude, so the, the last time we went, and obviously we wouldn't do this the same way now, we've got two kids and everything, but we had a week at Pop Century, we had a week in um, a Hilton, a Double Tree Hilton, which was very similar in that the, the room had like a little kitchenette and you had like a little lounge yeah. area and stuff. Um, and then we had a week at Clearwater. And we basically said, when we're on Disney property we are going to Disney. We didn't have any downtime days or anything like that. We just had a week of frantic, um, you know, full day kind of access. Um, then the second week, when we moved to the Hilton, 
we split our our week up so we spent a few days in disney we had a few days at universal we had break days in between and then we went to clearwater supposed to be for a week we came back a bit early because it was so quiet it was too quiet um but that's how we kind of had our breaks that way when you stay at a hotel especially one like pop century it's so basic and it's so small you all you want to do is sleep in it you know put a tv on of a night go like lay down in bed go to go to sleep eventually um it's it's not really big enough to 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 live in to to do Mm -hmm. more than that really it is literally a a proper bed and breakfast not even with the breakfast guaranteed so i think if you i think you need to be careful with that when when you're booking these places to make sure that it isn't just a small room with a a bathroom and a couple of beds you need to have a little bit more room to breathe i Mm. suppose that is traditionally what we stayed in before was just tiny little just tiny little rooms or two you know, beds, rooms, two beds in the bathroom so yeah. it's quite nice this so it certainly scratched the edge of staying in a villa i guess where you could get just a little bit of time to go right we're just going to sit here and do nothing or these guys are going to go to the pool and again it just at the end of the day it was a base but yeah i would certainly say to anyone like do have a little look and maybe consider these other resorts and what mm. have you because I think there was a lot, a lot more in it. And the fact you were able to go to like Walmart and get yourself some food and everything you need and bug in a fridge so you can just overindulge as much as you, as much as you like. Get, go and buy the uh, Mickey Mouse uh, ice cream bars from Walmart because mm. they're like, like, was it four in a box or something? And they're five bucks, but in the park, one is five, five bucks. bucks. Yeah. So, like, we're not buying yeah. any of these things here. Look, kids, we've got Mickey bars at home. It's fine. <laughs> you don't oh. need one now. <laughs> Trust me, which doesn't always work as well, which is really no. fucking annoying. Yeah, but we've got we've got these back in the hotel. Yeah, but I want one now. now it's like, oh, yeah. touche. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I I think I think we've we've kind of gone full circle in how people book their holidays. I think originally a lot of Brits coming over, it would always be to iDrive, and then when Disney were being a lot more competitive in their pricing. And throwing out free dining, I think people found it easier to justify having a full-on, you know, two-week Disney World vacation where you are on property for two weeks. And I think we're well, kind that, of coming out of that now. Well, they're kind of at the moment they're doing a, a deal where they're giving you a dining card and free spending money. We're not going back. <laughs> no, we are going back at some point. We are going but back at some. Point. It does. It does just feel a bit. Why? Why? Why are you doing this? This feels a bit... Well, all, all I know is that pre-COVID, there were some fucking amazing deals you could get. There were some amazing... Like, I think from the last time we came back, and then I think like a couple of months later, a friend of mine went over, he got a deal like last minute from like an agency online, and he was like, oh yeah, we were getting like free dining every day, we were getting magic passes, we were getting da-da-da-da-da. They're just like, God, man, that's the deal we want next time we go. And then sadly, COVID happened, and everything got ripped away. But I'm wondering if now they're opening up the parks and I mean, they're hiring people back. That was the big news story when we were over uh, in Orlando is Disney are looking to hire another 20,000 workers uh, because, well, we need them. These are, these are massive labor shortage. You, you basically you know? got rid of them and now you you need them back and they've obviously got to find other back. stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to need to ramp up you know, those kind of deals again to start filling up those hotels. This is the... So we was having this discussion a few weeks ago because 
what we've what we've got this year, we saw a little bit of it last year, but mainly this year, is those people that either had trips planned in 2020 or were able to save money during 2020 um, because they weren't going out and doing all the stuff that they would normally do and have gone, now I'm going to have my once-in-a-lifetime holiday. They have pretty much done it this year because this has been the first kind of really clear year where you can do that. So I think a lot of people have done that. What you're going to see next year is that money's gone. On top of that money uh. being gone, we are facing... The world is facing, you know, cost of living crisis, energy crisis, uh, possible recessions in certain parts of the world. People aren't going to be as happy or as willing to drop tens of thousands of pounds on a holiday. So I think next year we are going to start seeing some of those deals again. I mean, before, again, like you were saying, before the pandemic, you sell at a Disney hotel, you'd get a dining plan. That might be a quick service dining plan. It could be a moderate dining plan but you was getting at least two meals a day pretty much covered. Mm-hmm. Um, you were also still getting, you know, a gift card with like two to $500 on to spend while you were there. So they were basically giving you food while you were there, plus giving you f- money to spend on a card, uh, you know, around, you know, the parks on merchandise. Um, you know, those are really tempting things to do. At the moment, that stuff's gone. The offer that they've got now, one of our, co-host went in january and she got one of the new dining plan deals which worked out to be about 300 dollars on a on a gift card instead of a dining plan obviously mm. doesn't go very far so i think we will see that even next year or the year after disney have to go back full power into offering these amazing deals to bring back people because otherwise the only thing you've got an advantage on at the moment at staying on site is your window for booking your first kind of attractions is a bigger window than guests that aren't staying on site. You can book, I think, two yeah. months out rather than a month out. Um, so at the moment, are you going to spend five or six grand to stay at a cheap Disney hotel, or you're going to pay less than half that cost to stay at somewhere like you did on on iDrive? And I mean, mm. I don't. I, I, that's quick maths. That's obviously I don't know what you paid, and I don't care what you paid. No, you paid, but, no but I know exactly. You know, know exactly what those what hotels are like in comparison. Yeah, yeah I mean, we 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 are gutted because we've never stayed at a Disney hotel, uh, mostly through choice, to be honest. Just making money go a little bit further. No, um, but um, we have stayed. We stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That yeah. was all right. Yeah. Well, yeah. someone was saying to me, um, it's worth booking a night in a universal hotel because one night gets you and whoever else is in your room fast pass entry to the park so if you um if you stay obviously like with disney the higher the tier the, the the more you get but with universal if you stay in um, I think it's the, the the kind of more top end. So they've got some budget hotels, mm. some moderates, and some higher value. I think you, I think it might be one of the moderates and one of the, and the higher value ones. But yeah, if you if you have a night, you get your check in day and the next day, and you get yeah. their um, express pass, which is normally can be like two hundred dollars uh, per person per day, included in your room. Now, if you're if you think a night at a hard rock might be, I don't know, let's say two hundred dollars, but there's four of you staying in that room, you're getting six hundred dollars worth of express passes for staying for two yeah. days, staying in that in that hotel room. So I 
I definitely see the advantage of doing that. I mean, when I normally go to Universal, because it's it's the start of Halloween Horror Night season, um, Halloween Horror Night is very busy. Daytime at Universal, not really. So I've never had I've never had to use an Express Pass at Universal for anything ever. But if I was going in the summer, that would certainly make me think about it. And it, and the thing is, that is something, and we've discussed this before as well. Could that be something Disney does? You know, could they turn around and say, if you stay at one of these hotels, you get um, two Genie Plus uh, passes a day for free for any attraction you want? You know, there's all these there's all these variables that they could end up doing. Um, it's interesting to see where they go, but I think I think there will be something at some point to entice people back. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say though. Uh, um... Uh, I guess it's, it's kind of finishing up in its own way, but uh, um, it's uh, um, Cabana Bay, a Universal. Um, don't bother. Oh, don't I see. Bother. I, I, re- I really, good. I really like Cabana Bay, but again, I nah. used it. I used it as as our base. So again, we were uh, there yeah, to I, I mean, sleep. That, that's that would it. be the only thing. Like being able to walk from the hotel maybe wouldn't be as bad. But the day we went. I don't know, man. Like, I think the mistake we made was as we went to Typhoon Lagoon first. Oh, no, sorry. Like... Hang on, hang on. So, um, Volcano Bay. Volcano, I always do Cabana, that. Always Cabana do that. Bay's the hotel. Yeah, Volcano. Yeah, Cabana yeah. Bay is the hotel. Yeah. Volcano Bay, the water park, not worth it. Yeah. Not worth it, man. I was not impressed. Like, we, we liked um, Typhoon Lagoon. It was great. But uh, no, Volcano Bay. I was not impressed as a water park man. It's 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 uh, it's 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 pretending. It's not uh, it's not um, it's not what it should be. It's not what it should be. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It's uh, it's over. Um, okay, it's just too. Uh, uh, it was too crowded. It was too hot. Uh, there wasn't enough. Why don't they have shades over every fucking bed? I've no idea. Aye, it's, um, it's madness, isn't it? It's it's madness. And, uh, and again, it's all very nice that you've got to get on the buses and all that, but it's not fucking... I was not impressed, and I will not be back. They're universal. To, you, you to be honest... The fact you had to get on a bus, like you'd had to park, pay yep. for parking, which you don't have to at Typhoon Lagoon. That's true. Um, and then get on a bus with lots of other people in their swimmers. No, it was just... It, it's just an extra little bit of faff where you're like, it's not worth it. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm, it's not I'm, worth it. I'm with you on that, and I mean, I've not been to Volcano Bay, but I remember going to um, Aquatica last time, and uh-huh. just felt the same thing. I just felt like it's just a poor version of um, of Disney World, uh, of like Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach. Like, I just didn't think there was <laughs> enough there. I liked, um, I like Discovery Cove, but there's no slides there. You've just got like, um, you know, snorkeling and lazy rivers, but. Yeah, I didn't think Aquatica or Volcano Bay were a patch on what Disney offered. So that's, yeah. it's interesting that they're getting the other stuff right, but water park ride, uh, water park wise, they are they are still kind of like leagues above uh, their competitors. It's a, it's and yeah, and uh, I I just don't think Universal will be able to catch up. No, I don't know unless they, unless it's another park queen in the wings. Maybe everything yeah. they'll learn from Cabana Bay. And- uh, I've, done, I've done it again. Okay, no I don't get why they don't have their own car park. Like, you're going I, on that bus I wonder if they, I wonder if they've not built it yet. The... I wonder if they've not built it yet. Yeah. I wonder if there's yeah, going to be one. It's, it's a strange one. I mean, I stayed at 
I didn't go to Volcano Bay, as I said last time, but um, I stay, I've stayed, the last two times I went to Universal, I went to Aventura and Cabana Bay, and both of them are just a short walk to uh, Volcano Bay. And I, I, yeah. I thought that was quite handy. But yeah, I mean, I getting on a bus to go to a water park is something I would have done 20 years ago in Spain. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's not what you expect in uh, the, the kind of like theme park capital of the world or whatever it was. Um, but look, that, that was all I really had for you. Was there anything um, else that you wanted to, to discuss or throw I- no, that, that that was kind of it in terms of if anyone is on the, the if I were to give advice to anyone that was on the fence about whether or not to go back if you'll go back and have a good time post COVID, you will. Um yeah. everything's not quite ramped up yet. We were desperate to go back and we got a good deal. We got a good deal yeah. as well. Yeah. So we were quite lucky and especially when you're seeing the way prices are weird just now. Like some yes. were like, ah, this is so expensive. Another one, they're going, actually, they're not too bad. And it's like, fuck. So it depends on what day you're checking. But uh, um, I would say if anyone's on the fence, don't worry. Everything you like is still there. It's still Disney uh, um, and Universal. And uh, Orlando itself is kind of healing itself a little bit. It's been quiet. And uh, oh, I'll add one thing. I'm McDonald's do not understand the meaning of fast food in fucking America. Right? See, drive-thrus, there are, what the fuck is going on that we are better at fast food than McDonald's? What the hell, man? Like, I don't think we waited. That was pretty bad. I don't think we waited longer than, like, five minutes. Like, less than uh, ten, I should say. Uh, drive-thru. I know that sounds like... On multiple, multiple occasions, we were stuck. Like, remember the night we went, we'll stop. And this was at about half 11 at night. We'll stop and we'll get the kids happy meals because they're hungry. And um, we, were so, we, were, we were about an hour. We didn't hour. actually get any food. Um, and there was, an this hour. was not a big queue. This was not, um, ju- like, during COVID, McDonald's has opened, hooray, we're excited, sort of levels of mm. queues. This was like, there were literally five cars in front of us. But there were five cars behind us. And no lane beside us yeah. to escape. We got stuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. So by the time I actually got up to a speaker, I was just like, "Can we help you?" Sir? It's like I'm just trying to leave. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Leave. <laughs> Everyone's falling asleep. I'm just trying to leave. And then, ironically, our son Loki, who did did wake up, went, "Where's my fucking McDonald's?" I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> so I needed to go to another one. But uh, but that yeah, was that was really you it. You do that- you do feel that their service industry has been hit yeah. really badly and. And yeah, the fast food, like the surface is good when you're getting it. It's just taking a little bit longer. I think patience, I think, is if you're wanting yeah. to go, go. You'll have a great time, but just be patient. Just yeah. take your time about yeah. things. Yeah. Go for a fortnight. Go, go for, for three weeks. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah. Enjoy it's, it. Enjoy yeah. it. Don't try and try and cram as much in. I guarantee next time we go, I think it will be for like three weeks. And we will chill out a bit more. I think. Maybe go and scale. What are you talking about? We'll go for a weekend to ha- Halloween. Fucking, man, if that could be done, if that could be done, I would fucking book it tomorrow. I, we, we've done it twice. And we've done, we normally get there on like the, the Thursday. Uh, and then we'll try and go straight in. So we'll do the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday, depending on how busy it is. And then come home on the Monday. Um, I've come home on a Sunday before as well. 
it's, it's, it, the stupid that. thing is, it's 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 the it's the flight time, right? So you know, for me, it's like nine hours, whatever. Um, but it can be done. You are an idiot if you want to do it, but it absolutely can be done. It is possible. Um, well, I've been uh, back and forth to Cardiff in a fucking day, so yeah. that can get fucking done. Well, that's it. If, if we're there's going no to jet lag to Cardiff, though. Yeah. Well, there's, I, I will say the one thing, like, and uh, we will have to go in a minute because we need to go and pick up the kids. But uh, um, jet lag, like jet lag, floored me on the way back. Yeah. I don't know if it was the heat of how hot I'd been over there, or whatever. But it's the first time I've ever had jet lag that bad in my life. And like, I, uh, really bad. Yeah, and I think did you, did you come back just before the heat wave hit here as well? Yeah. Which did not help. No, <laughs> yeah, totally did not help. Overlapped each other, and it was oh. yeah, yeah. Although it, it it didn't seem that as bad here as everyone kept going on. It's like it's hot, but but the thing is, we don't have air conditioning. Why the fuck don't we have air conditioning? Some to pump in the heat and take out the and take it out. That's all we're wanting, man. Yeah. It's what the not, fuck is wrong with it you? should not be it should not be this hard so look thank you both so much for for coming on uh heather it's been thank a delight you. to meet you um billy do you just want to um plug yourself where people can hear you as quickly I'll as possible a couple of i'll plug a couple of things just now uh of course i'm going to be at the edinburgh fringe this year so if you find yourself coming down between the 4th and the 28th of august to edinburgh you can come and see my show billy kirkwood energetic it's a mess but damn is it funny um, you'll also be able to see me on the WWE Network uh, doing ICW of course and uh, if you find yourself looking for a little bit of love in the morning you can always listen to me on West FM we're available on the app all across the planet so there, there we go. go there you go there well you go. thank you so much it's always great catching up with you uh, Billy and it was lovely meeting you Heather and uh, thank you so much and of course I can't wait for you to book again so we can get you back on but thank you very much We'll see it. We'll see it. Halloween horror nights. Oh, if if only. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you later, next. Look after right. yourself, dude. Take care, man. man. Bye. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye. Bye. Podcast is a that production and part of the After Dark Podcast Network. <laughs>